0: Hello! Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've told my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller, and tonight is night six of our pre-Christmas story marathon with a new story every night. With only a couple days to go till Christmas, this story starts out with a bit of a surprise. It's set in a red, rocky desert. That can't be very Christmassy, can it? You'll just have to listen and see what happens. Enjoy the story.
1: Once upon a time, in a hot, red, rocky desert, there lived a lizard. A lizard? A lizard named Sly. Sly? Sly was a kind of lizard called an effervescent skink.
0: An
1: effervescent skink?
0: Effervescent skink?
1: Skink. Oh. Skink. Skink. An effervescent, effervescent effervescent skink.
0: Effervescent.
1: It's not, no.
0: Effervescent skink.
1: Yes. Anyway, effervescent skinks are small lizards with very short legs and very long bodies. Their slo- bodies are so long that they almost look like snakes, except they have legs.
0: How many legs?
1: They have four legs. Four. Now.
0: I thought they had five.
1: Much of Sly's time in the desert was spent running and hiding because the effervescent skink is unfortunate enough to live in a desert where a lot of things find effervescent skinks, tasty. Sly, when he was born, had had 32 brothers and sisters. But by the time he was four years old, he had only 20 brothers and sisters. The other 11 had been eaten by snakes, or coyotes, or eagles, or all sorts of things.
0: Eagles don't live in the desert.
1: They fly over, though, that find effervescent skinks particularly tasty. Now, one of the reasons why more of them hadn't been eaten, besides the fact that they were small and were very good at fitting their bodies into crevices and cracks where they were hard to notice, is that effervescent skinks have the ability to change their color to make it harder to spot them. Sly was particularly good at this. Many of his brothers and sisters could only manage a couple colors, red and brown, which was okay, because that was what most things in the desert were. Sly, however, from the day he was born, had always thought it very interesting to change colors, and he spent time practicing. Now he was able to do six different colors. He could do red and brown, like his brothers and sisters. He could also do green, which was handy for hiding up against cactuses. He could do yellow, which sometimes helped for bits of some kinds of cactus. He could do a bright red color, which wasn't very useful, but he found it very festive and happy. And sometimes he took on that color if he was sure that he was safe and nothing was going to try to eat him. And the final color that he could do was black, which was sort of a handy color if you were hiding at night in a dark shadow.
0: Okay, this is how many he can do.
1: He can do six, that's right. So, one day, Sly had been hiding in a under a cool shadow a, under a rock for most of the day, and he had started to become hungry. So he decided to see if he could go out to see if any of his favorite cactus flowers were blooming, because that was what he liked to eat best. He knew of several cacti that had flowers that would probably be blooming soon, and he hoped to find one that had started to bloom. So he got out from under his rock, and he began to walk along, picking his way between other rocks, along the sand, along the path, to the cactus he wanted to check he was about halfway there when he saw a shadow moving along the ground towards him sly had lived long enough to know that when he saw a shadow it meant that something like an eagle was flying overhead and so he stopped moving and he looked around just with his eyes without moving his body and saw what color the rocks were around him and he changed his color to hide and he held very still he rolled his eyes upward to look at the sky and he could see a big eagle gliding slowly over slowly, slowly drifting on the wind he could tell the eagle was looking something to snack on because the eagle was flying slowly it was looking at the ground very carefully the eagle's shadow approached and fell over him and then went on and sly. breathed a sigh of relief he counted to himself he counted to ten in his head One, two,
0: three, three, four, four, five, six, seven, five, eight, nine, ten. Six
1: seven, eight, nine, ten. And then he figured enough time had gone on that it was okay to move again, which he was glad which made him happy because he had been standing in one place on hot rocks, and his feet were starting to get hot. And so he began to move along again, again taking his time and being careful. And he came around a particularly large rock and was very happy to see that the cactus that he was approaching had some yellow flowers on it which were really his favorite kind and so he walked up to the cactus and he climbed up it and he began to eat and he ate several flowers and he was on the fourth flower when he heard in the distance So he scrambled down from the cactus, and he hid around in a rock behind the cactus, and he saw coming down the trail the same way he'd come with the coyote coming with its nose to the ground. He thought, oh no, I can hide, but the coyote can find me by smell, i got to get out of here. He thought, there's a little, tiny little stream not too far from here. If I can get into the stream and walk down the stream, the coyote, Won't be able to find my scent. He started to run towards the stream. He wasn't thinking about hiding. He just knew he had to be fast because he could hear the
0: coyotes.
1: (coughs) Getting closer and closer. And he decided that he needed to be a little bit careful. And so he, he ran along. He noticed the rocks around him. And he changed colors to match the rocks. And just as he had changed colors to match the rocks, a shadow fell over him. And he thought, oh no, and he froze, and the shadow got bigger, and he heard the rustle of wings, and then, right in front of him, landed the strangest creature he had ever, ever seen. She had an odd number of wings and hair on just half of her head. And it was shorter on one side than it was on the other, and shorter in front than it was in the back. And she leaned down and looked straight at him and said, Well, hello there. You're a neat little lizard. My name is...
0: Let me guess. strict Strychnine.
1: Strychnine. She said... I'm looking for ideas for toys to make for Santa, and you look like you're in a predicament, little lizard. I see that coyote coming, and I think he's looking for you, she said. Now, I've seen you change three or four different colors while you've been running along here, and I would love to take you back to the North Pole and study you so that I can make a toy just like you. Would you like to come with me? I'll save you from the coyote. And Sly shook his head. Yes, 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 yes nodded, and Strychnine scooped him up, and she put him in a little pouch in her bag, and she took off, and the coyote came dashing up to that spot with his nose to the ground, following Sly's scent, and he got to the spot, and he could not smell anything. The scent just disappeared, and he was a very confused and sad coyote. But Sly was a very happy lizard. He was in Strychnine's pouch. It was black and Just to practice, he turned himself black to match it. And then, because the pouch was sort of swinging back and forth from her belt in a soft rocking motion, he felt himself getting sleepy. And decided he would rest until they got to wherever they were going. And he closed his eyes and he went to sleep. He woke up. Strychnine opened the pouch above him. She peered in and she said, Are you in there, little lizard? She reached her hand and she felt him. She said, Oh, you've got another color. She said, That's fantastic. She took him out. He was on her desk. She had drawings all over the place. She said, I have an idea watching you hide. I want to make a mechanical lizard that's just like you, that kids who don't have any brothers and sisters to play hide-and-seek with can play hide-and-seek with the lizard, too, and to make it harder, I want to make it a lizard that can change colors, just like you. And she said, I need to study one of your scales. Can I study one of your scales? And Sly nodded, and she took a little tweezers, and she pulled out just one of his scales, and she studied it. She studied it under a microscope, and she studied it using her wand, and then she gave it to an elf to take a sample while she drew out her mechanical lizard, And Sly helped a little bit, sort of pointing out places where where the lizard's legs didn't look quite right, or where the scales didn't overlap just right. And then once they were both happy, Strychnine gave the drawing to the elf, and the elves began to get to work on the mechanical lizards. Santa came in just then and said, Ho, 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 well, Strychnine... Elves tell me you've handed in your first project for Christmas. What have you got there? And she told him all about it. She said, well, you know, there are a lot of kids who don't have brothers and sisters to play hide-and-seek with, and sometimes they need somebody to play with, and so I'm going to make them a mechanical lizard that they can play hide-and-seek with. And Santa Claus said, oh, 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 that's a good idea, but won't it be kind of easy to find? And she said, well, that's where my friend Sly here has helped me out. He's a lizard who can change color. Show him, Sly. And to show off for Santa, Sly turned half of himself green like a cactus and half of himself bright red, so he was Christmas colors. And Santa said, Ho, 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 ho. I like you, little lizard. He said, That's a good idea, Strychnine. I think I've made the right decision bringing you on board. Well, good work. I'll see you again tomorrow. And Strychnine asked Sly if she would like to stay at the North Pole be his helper. And he nodded yes. And so she took him and fed him from the same hay that the reindeer ate and he thought it was quite good. Almost as good as cactus flowers. And when Strychnine went to sleep that night What
0: did the reindeer Did she show him to the reindeer? Mm Mm-hmm. What did the reindeer say?
1: They didn't say anything.
0: What did they think?
1: I don't know. It's hard to tell what a reindeer is thinking.
0: What did they think?
1: They thought that he was a very curious little lizard. They'd never seen an effervescent skink before. Why? Because Santa usually brings presents just to boys and girls and not to lizards as a general rule. Rule? Well, he just doesn't do it. He's Santa for he's Santa for people. There I might thought, there might
0: I thought Strickmon was gonna make that lizard into a toy, I think.
1: No, she didn't make him into a toy, she just copied him. To make toys that were like him.
0: Um, could you please tell the story of what those little look like, and how, and when they were sent out, and if there was a commercial about them? I don't think Santa does commercials, but we'll see. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.